They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, welcome, everyone. We are so excited. You guys are going to love this. We've had her already as a guest on our show, and we have brought her back because she has such an amazing story. And I wanted to give her the opportunity to really be able to dive into what happened and her backstory and also share a little bit of how she came out of that and what she did and some of the things that she was able to uh, do to overcome that. So I'd like to welcome Callie Morris. And Callie is a, is a business master. She is a BA in dietitian, a diver, a mom, a sister, a daughter, and a student of a very, very stubborn woman, she says, and above all, a human. And oh, I love that last part, especially because we all are human and we want to be treated that way. And I know that your life was not like that at the beginning. So welcome, Callie, to our show, and go ahead and just share us a, share with us a little bit about your story and give us some more detail in case the viewers did not hear your first one. Hey, Donna. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm honored, again, being here with you, and uh, I absolutely would love to share that. I, I believe I do have the gratefulness of being successful right now and people think like you know she had it easy or things always come to people in an easy way or they're lucky that's what we always hear people are lucky but we don't actually know their background or what actually they had to go through to be able to reach where they are today so i appreciate that you're giving me the chance to actually go a little bit more in depth about this this time. So again, as I mentioned earlier, but I will have more details that I was born in the Middle East where it's a male dominant society. So imagine this is how my day would start. I wake up knowing that I cannot do certain things. I can't wear certain clothes on a daily basis or even visiting or going somewhere. I can't do that without permission. The only places we're allowed to go is family and with family. You're not allowed to be alone. You're not allowed to work later on in life without permission. You're not allowed to pursue education without permission. I did mention that time has changed 20 years passed by, and there were changes starting to happen on the government level where we actually were allowed to legally drive in 2018. That was just last year. Last and um, this wow. year, yeah, 
I believe we were the last country in the world to allow women to actually drive. And it's still in process. It's still a cultural difference. So cultural-wise, we still have segregation till today. That means women have their own places to go. We are not allowed till today to go, for example, into certain restaurants just because you're a female. It's only male restaurants. You're not allowed to go there. If you want an order from there, you have to send someone, a male, basically. Hmm. My sister, she's actually in medical school, but she can't take her books to be copied, photocopied or scanned. She has to have someone else, a male, to do it, whether someone to be paid or someone to actually, you know, have his time to go do that service for her. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 2019. Yeah. We are not to be mixed even in service. We go to prayers in separate mosques. So men go in a male mosque, women go to male mosque to female mosques, hospitals. They are segregated, waiting areas, segregated. Till today, actually, the first theater was opened again, reopened again in Saudi Arabia in 2019. We don't have even the basic entertainment for a social structure. There's no movie theater. So I think the first one was actually reopened or opened in 2019. That's this year. And it's segregated, of course. Male and and female are are separate. All the way to high school, colleges are separate. The only college that or the field that they're actually allowed to mix men and women because of the nature of the field is medical school. That's it. And sadly, despite the fact every male wants his woman or his, his wife or daughter or sister or mom is checked by a female doctor, they would look down and actually give female doctor a lot of bad reputation because she's mixing with men. As a dietitian, I heard all kind of comments working at a hospital. And here is something is very unfortunate that it's still being practiced and it's 2019. If a woman in my country gets assaulted sexually, It's her fault. And in order to restore the family honor, they kill her. And it's called honor killing. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I just can't even imagine. So how did you get out of that? Because you were living. So uh, (laughs) not just the tip of the iceberg. Things were really very difficult by the cultural standard, religion standard, and by the law. As I mentioned, you won't, we're not, we weren't allowed to drive until 2018. You can't issue your own uh, identification card or passport until 2019, August of this year. Now, what even make it worse is you cannot file for divorce on your own. The male have the right to divorce you. You do not divorce the male. How dare you? Well, By you law, you cannot. That you were miserable, you couldn't do anything about it. Unless he decided. It's your fault. Wow. It's your fault. Why would you even think it's okay to be happy? You're serving him. That's all what matters. That's why your existence is for to serve the male, to make kids, to give the heirs to the family name. And that's your job. So it was very hard 
for people to start changing the structure and actually allow uh, girls to go to school and allow women to go to work. And now the woman driving, it's a lot of changing going on, but you're still thinking about basic human rights. A woman cannot leave work without permission till today. And I'm talking about adult women. I was 21 and I wasn't able to allow, I wasn't, sorry, allowed to apply makeup because my parents won't allow me to. You're not allowed to live on your own Mm -hmm. because you're not able by law to rent on your own. In court, when you want to give the power of attorney to someone, you cannot do it because you're a female. You need two male witnesses. Because your testimony will not count, even if it's for you. Oh, wow. That is just so different. I had no idea that it was that different there. So your transition, like you came over to the state. So I am blessed, again, by having, despite all these actual restrictions and uh, extreme tight control measures from my family, they were considered (laughs) open-minded. Oh, really? So, yes, they were considered open-minded because, I, as I mentioned, um, there were arra- they are still arranged marriages. So I at least had the choice to say no because you're, you don't have the choice to say no. Who do you think you are? You are a property. You are not an individual. You're not even a citizen. You're a follower. And that's why you're never an adult in my country till this day. You're never an adult. If I traveled or if I was there right now, I'm 37 years old, and if my son is 16, guess who is my guardian? My son, because he's a male. If I was 50 years old, if I was 70 years old, if I was 100 years old, my son is my guardian. Mm -hmm. My grandchildren can be my guardian as long as they're male. That's that's just unbelievable. I can't even imagine. As of 2019, yes. So... During my lifetime, and and I'm mentioning that, Donna, just to kind of reach to the young ladies and and beautiful, strong women we have here, that please keep in mind when you wake up, when you wear your jeans, because I wasn't allowed to wear jeans. I love jeans now because I get to wear them whenever I want. And you comb your hair, you cut your hair because I wasn't allowed to cut my hair. You apply makeup. You do the simple things in life. Remember that for the things that you take for granted every single day, someone else is praying for them. Someone has been waiting a lifetime just to experience that partial of the freedom that you are diving in every single day of your life and taking it for granted. I'm not going to mention the other side of gratitude, like you wake up and you're still healthy. We speak, we hear, we are, you know, we still can and see we have our pigeon. We go to the bathroom without dialysis. I mean, there is a lot of levels of gratitude. If you have a job, that's something to be thankful for. If you have a home, a roof on your head, that's something to be grateful for. Something I have experienced not having a roof on my head. I have experienced homelessness in a country that I was here in the United States a few years back and I was homeless and pregnant and at the risk of losing my child again. So I understand when someone tell me, 
that, hey, I, you know, I've lost my child. And I understand walking into the hospital pregnant, anticipating, waiting. You will have a gift from God for a lifetime. And looking around you and seeing everyone having their babies, the laughter, those little angelic queens filling the hallways and filling their parents' joy, their parents' hearts with joy and, and happiness. And you're out empty-handed. You're being pushed on a wheelchair because that's the standard procedures because you just gave birth, whether it's a, alive or dead. And you will be informed that your baby is dead. So you gave birth and then they basically said you had to leave? That wasn't exactly my actual situation. That was my aunt. I've lost my child in my second to third trimester, but I had to have a DNC with a full kind of labor because the baby was big already. And it was still hard because there was a chance to probably save a child until six months old. My brother was born at eight months and he was born, but then, you know, he, he passed away as well as an infant, but then they couldn't save the baby. Mm -hmm. They couldn't save my first child. And I dealt with a lot of depression and I thought to myself, who am I? Why did I thought I could do it? My mom has lost three children and one was born. My aunt, as I just mentioned, she actually gave birth and, and the baby came out dead. And I know it's in the family. It runs in the family. So why did I even think I could do it? And that's exactly when I stopped myself. And I just start thinking about my father's face when he went to bury my baby brother. My mom locking herself in her room for days, crying her eyes out because she's lost yet another child. And then it hit me. I, I will be breaking my parents' heart. I can't do that to them. I'm still alive. I'm their baby too. Right. And we do have, as, as a life coach, we do have a tool that's called the what not to do list, mm -hmm. which is basically after a discussion, you will be guided through things that it's not healthy for you. It's a negative energy to be brought upon your life and your thinking because thoughts are very powerful things in life. Again, as I mentioned in our first interview, Donna, that the tool of clarity that will actually make you realize and exactly identify where you are right now in life and where you want to go. The how will come later, as our amazing mentor, Tony Robbins said, first figure out the why, second comes the how. First, the why. Second is the how, because you will have the tenacity, the resilience to learn how to overcome your obstacles and fears and all the things that you will have to overcome in order to achieve your goal, because you have a very strong why. So and true. once you had that very clear, yeah, he knows his business, trust me, the, the, the more your, your coach is 100% amazing, the more that they can help you and guide you to walk on a very clear path to reach your destination. If you have a good GPS, it will take you from point A to point B with all the shortcuts, with avoiding traffic, with avoiding something, an accident happened on the road, right? It's connected to satellite, which is the, the latest and greatest. 
we cannot go from point A to point B without GPS. If we're in a stranger place or if you're navigating a new place, right? That's very you true. will need help. You will need guidance. You will need instructions. You will need instructions from someone who's been through that road so they can tell you what to avoid and where, what turns you will go through and take. Or someone have enough knowledge that will share a map with you and it's up to you. If you know how to read a map or you will learn how to read a map or actually just go with the tool as we have the GPS. And one of these tools in lifing, uh, sorry, in coaching in your life is what not to do and your clarity tool. So going back to how I actually got out of there, I came here originally for my master's degree and, and my family knew facing suicidal state of mind back home. They knew that life was not meant for me and I had to make a decision that I cannot go back there and I have to make it work here in the United States no matter what. Now, no matter what, that was not an easy task because as I mentioned, the roof on your head is a blessing. And when you don't have uh, a family to call like, hey, mom, come and get me or, or hey, dad, I, you know, I, I can't afford where I am or I have to be uh, evicted because my roommate have violated the rental agreement and we all have to go and find somewhere else in, within 30 days. Mm -hmm. You don't get that luxury. And everyone else like, yeah, I'm just going to go with my friends or my, you know, parents or my family or someone. You didn't have that option. When you're new, yeah. I didn't have that option. And that actually sharpened my thoughts to focus on the problem, which is another Another tool, how to focus on what you have right now and to stop the, as I said, the negative thoughts. So I started with actually looking up any rooms that are available for rent and all of that while I'm working, while I'm dealing with my immigration status, while I am fighting life. And I had an incident where I was assaulted sexually. And as I said, I'm not saying it's easy, whether it's not being in my country anymore or losing my first child or being assaulted. It's not easy, but it does not have to define you. It doesn't have to identify the rest of your life. It's just a phase. It's just a hiccup. Now, are you willing to have that hiccup determine how the rest of your life will go or you will take back control over your life? That's powerful right there. So true. We all have circumstances that happen to us. We all have things we can say, you know, this happened to me or that happened to me, but it's how we deal with it and, and where we go from there, you know? And yes, it's how to react to it because emotions are the most powerful things in the world. Again, I, I'm, I'm going to be quoting Tony Robbins a lot because he's one of my strongest mentors. There's a lot of amazing people out there. And he did say emotions are the most strongest thing. We don't do things because we need to. We do things because we want to. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of people know they need to lose weight for health reasons. They need to have 
more time to spend with their spouses to save their relationships, more time to spend with their children to have a better relationship in the future. But they don't do it because they don't want to. Because there's no clarity, again, in where they want to go in life. It's just life running them. They're not running their life. I totally, totally agree with that. So tell us, you had to have done something pretty amazing. You've got a degree. So so you were homeless and you were assaulted during that time. So how did you get then from there to where you are now? I mean, you have a home, obviously. You have a degree. You're thriving in life. You're not just surviving. Exactly. Um, honestly, it is a simple word, but it's not easy to implement. It's called a mindset. The more you know what's the thoughts that's going to be thrived in your mind, that's where you will be acting based upon. So let's say you have a garden, you water your garden, and you take care of your garden. You will have a beautiful garden, right? Now, if you neglect your garden and you just take care of it once in a while, you don't check on it every day, what are you going to see? You're going to see weed because weed doesn't need anything to grow somewhere. Mm-hmm. The same with our minds. If you are aiming to have roses, you will have to work for those roses to grow. Those thoughts that I am successful. I am unstoppable. I am filled with greatness within. I have everything that I need. God gave me to succeed. You have to say it with certainty. And that's yet another tool. It's called momentum and how you create your opportunity. You don't need or wait. For the opportunity to knock on your door, you create your own opportunity. There is a lot of joy to walk in the pathless road. And if there is no road there, create a trail. People will follow because you will reach an amazing destination because no one else been there before. And you will create a legacy. I love that. So you talked a lot about mindset and changing that mindset and having that momentum to move you forward. But for viewers that are listening to this, you know, people do that, change your mindset, change your, you know, how did you change your mindset? Like what did you actually do that moved you forward, that made that transition for you in your life? Perfect question. That is an amazing question because that will be the $1 billion question. How actually I do it, which is mean action. Let's go back to taking action, emotions. What action did you take? Yep. So if you have a strong why, you will start taking actions. One of the first actions, which is implementing new habits. So go back to our coaching tools. Do not do lists. What are the things that you're going to stop doing? Let's say, for example, stop watching news that are negative, that are filled with destructions, that are filled with death, that are filled with a lot of negative energy. Let's 
stop doing something that you can automate, for example, which is another tool, whether you automate or delegate or eliminate, you can automate, for example, your bills, right? You don't have to write checks that takes two hours from you every weekend. You can set it for automated pay. You can actually ask someone else to do grocery. Maybe every other week, if you have a partner or a spouse to help you, so you give yourself more time. So there are actually habits and practices that you can implement. One of the things that I practice on a daily basis, and I still do no matter what, and the word no matter what, that means standards. I'm going to come back to that in a minute, Donna. Mm -hmm. So what I will do, waking up in the morning, opening my eyes, and I'm grateful. Practice gratitude, because God doesn't owe you anything. Mm -hmm. God gave you a new day. God gave you 24 hours. As far as you know, some people can't go through that 24 hours and they're, you know, they're chosen to go to the next side within those 24 hours, right? Right. Whether it's an accident, whether it's uh, life expectancy, whatever the reasons are. So, so that's gratitude. the first thing. Wake up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wake that up with the mindset of being grateful. The more you are grateful for life, the more you're going to see good in life. Once you start seeing and feeling how great God is to you and how good life is, life will be even better. I agree. Because once you have a hard situation, a tire that deflated, got stuck in traffic, you will not leave those things bother you and ruin your day. Because you're alive, because your children are healthy, because you still have a job, because you are still walking on your feet, because you still have a home, because you still have food for the week, because you have rent for next month, because a long list that you can use one every single day to be grateful for. So first practice is gratitude. Second practice, implement those healthy habits of uh, the tool of not to do list. What are you going to eliminate today from your daily practices? You will have to go through and see what actually sucks the most out of your time. Is it the, the daily chores? Is it the cooking? Whatever it is, for everyone, it's a different thing. What is holding you back from doing something you really want? What is holding you back from progressing? Identify these things and start dealing with it with the tool, as I mentioned, eliminate, delegate, or automate. Mm, I love and that. it has to come after a clarity where you are, where to go, so you actually know what to eliminate, what not to do, what to do more of. Now, if you had the time not doing things you're not supposed to be doing, guess what you will be doing? things will get you closer to your goal. As you know, Donna, English is not even my first language. It's my second among others. But I'm grateful that I, I can actually communicate in a way that the other person who is a native English speaker can understand what I'm saying. It's amazing, so, actually. Your English is absolutely amazing. I thought that the first time I talked to you, and, and I just loved it, loved it, loved it. So I... The reason I mentioned that is because I didn't learn it in one day. And again, I'm trying to get a point across. I didn't learn it in one day or one year or two years or three years. It took 10 years 
for me to be at this level. And I know that there are better. So when people say, well, I've tried it for how long? How long were you pregnant for? Right? Mm-hmm. How long is a very good question. And again, we go back to how strong your why, how strong is your vision to where you want to be. I will, I will share something really quickly about a bamboo tree. Bamboo trees go actually up to 90 feet. They're huge. Now, how does that happen? Bamboo, fee, bamboo tree actually starts creating their root systems knit under the ground for five years. So you don't see anything coming above ground for five years. Uh, yeah. I the know same that. with your thoughts. If you want roses, yeah, you have to actually do climate control, make sure there's no weed, eliminate all the bad items or pesticides, whatever will attack your roses. And if you want exotic orchids, harder, the work will be more. So the bamboo takes time to actually make enough strong base to have that 90 feet tree on top of it. So after the five years, six months later, bam, it shoots 90 feet up the sky. Elephants, they get pregnant once every two years, one child. Dogs get pregnant every few months and then they have more few puppies. But when you see a puppy, it's cute. When you see an elephant, it's a majestic creature that it's huge. It sticks, takes the ground. It can't get into your lap because it's not a puppy. Do not be desperate. Do not be rushing your success. Things take time. And of course, we go back to the knowledge. And as long you know where you're going and, and why is your why is strong. You will continue persevering and pushing. As I mentioned, I want to go to, to one thing about, you know, things, what you do, what things you don't want to do about boundaries. If you're blessed, again, think about if you have a car and your car is filled with food wrappers and, and papers and, and leftovers and cups, your friends won't respect the fact that you shouldn't bring their food in your car. They'll eat in your car. They won't mind if they stain it with ketchup or whatever or condiments, whatever juices fell, right? Because you did not respect your property. You did not set clear boundaries. Now, if your car was clean, your car have spotless seats, and you said, hey, before you go in, please, I don't allow food or smoking in my car. Now, how that's going to be? They're going to respect that. Because you set the boundaries. You set the standard that you accept for your life. And those are, again, more tools that we teach as life coaches, how to improve your life and how to move it to a better future. I love that. I love that. Keeping all these knowledge and all these tools implemented on a daily basis in my life, it took years to where I am today, but keeping all that in my mind, that, Donna, how I was able to get over me grieving over my child, me not thinking about, oh, poor me, I'm a victim in life, I got assaulted, and 
you know, I had to be hospitalized and, oh, poor me, I was homeless. Oh, poor me, I'm from another country. Oh, poor me, I'm a refugee. Oh, poor me. There's no playing victim here because if you were born poor, that's not your fault. Mm -hmm. Now, if you die poor, I guarantee you that's your fault because you had a long life as an adult to make choices. And those choices is up to you. And you are in a country, in a position where you are in the land of the free and the brave. Mm -hmm. It just takes the brave action by you to determine what kind of a life that you want. I love that. Thank you so much. You really got into that transformation. And, and I felt like you really just gave us the meat there of sharing what you did that brought you out of that. I really love the delegate, eliminate, or automate. That was great because it's true. We don't, you know, if we do some of those things, it frees us up for the things that we really want to do and we really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And then to the biggest thing was why, what is your why? And, and just take action, take action. I love that as well. Our mindset is huge and important. Our momentum is important, but I think the biggest thing and you talked about also gratitude and, and I love that because mm-hmm. I'm a gratitude person as well. I do gratitude every single day. It's super and, and you know what, Donna, the, the certainty of that we are worth it and, and that's another tool of who I am and what I want. We're worth it and we are actually blessed with the unlimited potential. And once we have that mindset, you will actually make big action. And when you take big actions, you will take, you will have big results. And when you see results, guess what happens? Your faith and your certainty increase and, and the cycle continue. And, and again, that's what Tony Robbins refer as the, you know, the, the momentum cycle. And that's why the rich gets richer and the poor gets poorer. And I don't mean just money. Look at people when they're happy, they will be more happier. When people are depressed and all they think and attract is negative thoughts and sadness, they will attract more sickness, more sadness, more negativity to their life. So I just wanted to make that sure because it's a very powerful tool. What you think, you have to purify your thoughts. We feed our bodies. Do we feed our souls and our mind? It doesn't mean that they're invisible, that we don't need to feed them. They, they are thirsty and and they're starving and they need to be fed properly because if you did feed them bad food they will have a stem, a brain ache and a soul ache and you don't want that in your life oh so true i love that and i really want to kind of just sum that up and kind of end with that because i feel like that if we take control of our mind and we don't give up. That is the biggest thing I think that I my takeaway from today of what you said is keep moving forward, keep going forward and and getting that momentum going because you know, if it, a lot of times people say, "Oh, I've tried that. I've tried that," but they give up before they try for very long and you know, sometimes it does take a little while. You know, we don't learn everything overnight. It takes time mm-hmm. and it's progress. And as long as you're better 
every day, uh, what I look at, did I learn something today? Am I better today than I was yesterday? And that's exactly little momentums eventually become big ones. And so keep moving forward. That's, that's the message for today. Just like Callie said, you know, don't give up, don't give up and you will get to that transition that you are looking for in your life. And you will be able to change your life no matter what is going on in your life. Look what happened to her. Look where she was. You know, she had some major things stacked against her and yet she overcame them. And now she's in an amazing place in her life and she's loving her life. And I love that so, so much. So thank you so much for sharing more of your story. We're going to have to have you back again. I just feel like there's so much more that we can talk about. Because there's well, Donna, I, I am honestly honored because I I was blessed and I'm grateful to have the opportunity to serve your first hundred audience that registered for my free 101 empowering, awesome. um, and um, I, I want to serve as much as possible. You know, I am definitely down to be a part of of your program. So she does have an offer where she is going to let you be a part of a live coaching and the first 100 viewers, she will do a live coaching with you. So if you have any questions, some things that you want to ask her, uh, she will be able to help you with that. And also I want to touch on, she has an upcoming group that uh, she is part of and... It is in February of 2020, and this is a mastermind. It's a four-month course that she has, and she, do you have the name of that course? It is To a Better Life and a Better Future. That's what we're calling it, because it's a a full uh, workshop with full tools and how to implement them in your life and how to actually take it step-by-step to get to where you want to be after clarifying that with each individual. Awesome. That sounds great. I love that. And I'm grateful that you were able to to share that with us. So if you're interested in more about that, we will um, have a link that you can opt into to be able to opt in as the first 100. Also, if you want some information on her mastermind, we can get you that as well. And Kelly, I just appreciate you. I just want to thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your story and being able to just open up with your heart and and just share to help other people. Because we know that if we use the things that happen to us to help others, we grow as well. And so I love that. Absolutely. The transparency transparency is is another powerful tool because you won't be able to be honest with yourself. How are you going to be actually identify where you are to move forward? So yeah, that's absolutely not easy. Again, it, it sounds easy, but it's not to actually acknowledge you've been there, you've been through that, but then how you came out, it's a good reminder to keep you that, to keep you thinking that, you know what, I was able to overcome that. I will, I will be able to overcome whatever life will throw at me because I got what it that's right i love that well thank you again so much for being a part of this and uh, i look forward to having you back again sometime so thank you donna for having me again you're welcome this is donna gammon with 
power to grow. And we encourage you to do those things that help you to grow and move forward in your life to live a more empowered life. Thank you so much. This is Donna Gammon. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.